The Texas Values Report is live today with me, Jonathan Steins. You can call in and make your comments, 512-452-1120. The important work was done yesterday at the Capitol, Frank. Okay, so give me a little bit of grace. My team was there all day, till late in the night, on this very important issue of protecting privacy in our intimate places and government buildings, bathrooms, showers, and locker rooms. We also weighed in in support of pro-life legislation and some school choice legislation. So why is it necessary for the state of Texas to have a law that makes it clear that in multi-use bathrooms, you can't have men and boys going into girls' bathrooms? Why is that necessary? You don't want to know why? Because some local governments have tried to allow that. They have passed laws that allow men and boys to go into girls' bathrooms. And so, you know, a lot of them under the guise of, oh, well, this is about gender identity, and if someone identifies as a woman, even though they're biologically a man, they can go into the woman's bathroom. They've used the phrase transgender. Oh, the transgender people need these laws at the local level because some of them dress up or orient their lifestyle or express themselves in a way that doesn't match their gender or their sex on their birth certificate. Well, look, I mean, that's up to them to decide. I mean, it, it is very difficult to make state policy and local policy that applies to a bunch of different views that people have and different expressions that are oftentimes not objective. Whatever the case may be, those type of laws also have allowed biological men who may dress up as women, may not, may just want to go into the bathroom because they feel like they're a woman or they want to express themselves, or they just want to take advantage of the law. And they're not being a consistent standard. We have incidents that have happened, two and a half pages of incidents. If you go to the website, txvalues.org forward slash protect privacy, txvalues.org forward slash protect privacy, you can see what I'm talking about. So the state needs to have a law now at the state level because these local laws have made a mess of these issues. They've been passed behind closed doors. There's been tremendous opposition to them. And you know, look, this is what happens when local governments get out of their space. I mean, they're, they're involved in legal and policy issues that they really don't know what they're doing. They don't have a lot of background in and experience. And they're trying to implement stuff that President Obama, when he was in office, forced through without congressional approval. So we're going to have a guest, though, that's going to come on from the state of California. Because California has tried... They haven't tried. They have passed a law that bans travel to Texas if you use state funds. So my guest today is the head of the California Family Council, Jonathan Keller. Welcome on, Jonathan. Jonathan Sines, great to be with you. Thanks for having me today. You bet. And bear with us if we have a few technical difficulties. I'm broadcasting remotely. So, okay, so you heard, if you were, I don't know if you heard the intro, but the Senate had a hearing yesterday in Texas to protect privacy in public schools, government buildings. But the state of California has banned travel to Texas 
because of a law we passed during the regular session to protect religious freedom of faith-based adoption care and foster care agencies. You run an organization very similar to Texas. Tell us what the climate is like in California trying to fight on these issues. And now your state legislature has passed a law banning people coming to Texas because of the values that you believe in. Tell us about your work and, and, and some of the challenges you face and a little bit of encouragement for our folks in Texas. Well, uh, first off, it's really good to be with you. I know as uh, one of the family policy councils, we all have to stick together. And sometimes when things are tough out here, it's great to hear about the good work that you guys are doing there in Texas with Texas values. And to all the listeners on the program, I, I just have to say, Jonathan and I are going to get to go to a national conference next week in um, in Colorado Springs with some of our national allies. And whenever we get together, one of my favorite people to sit down and have a have a meal with is uh, your leader, Jonathan Signs, because he does a great job there in Texas. And I unfortunately I, I wish that uh, I wish that we were as successful in California as you guys have been there in Texas <laughs> at protecting some of these key issues, life, marriage, family, parental rights, privacy. Um, the reality is, Jonathan, that there is really a, uh, I don't know what it is. It, it, it's ever since um, President Trump was elected, there seems to have been a, almost a mania. Uh, there, there is a paranoia in the state of California about trying to show that we are the most progressive. We are the most you know, hashtag resist state in the country. And it was happening, obviously, before. I mean, we've had crazy California politicians and crazy laws for several years. But the reality is now that it's almost like if you are not, not only if you're not protecting your own state, but if, it's, if you're not attacking and persecuting other states, you are not doing enough to uh, single yourself out and set yourself apart as a member of today's progressive movement. This isn't the first time it's happened. I remember when we were working on some issues related to teaching in public schools about our American founders and history, you had legislators in the uh, state of California that were trying to stop Texas for what they were doing. And so, but I think this goes to a whole nother level when you have the state of California banning travel to Texas with, with use of state funds because we're supporting right. religious liberty legislation. And so, right. but you know what's interesting? The state, the state, what is it, like eight, up to eight states that California has said that they're going to ban travel to? Correct. Yeah, most of them being these ones that are, as you said, working to protect, protect uh, privacy, protect uh, liberty and freedom for their citizens. I mean, you got like Kentucky, Tennessee, um, you know, where a lot of our good FPC leader friends are and uh, a number of other states. But, you know, <laughs> you know, this came up in the hearing yesterday. And this is no disrespect to you because I know you're trying to do the right thing. But pretty soon here, California is going to find itself almost on an island by itself where they can't travel anywhere. And the rest of the country is going to take <laughs> advantage of the fact that we can freely go wherever we want. Hey, man, look, I'm a sports guy. That's going to help University of Texas for recruiting because those recruits Absolutely. are going to have a, a hard trouble going different places. And, and those colleges and universities that are state-funded, they can't come to Texas to, to recruit. Amen. Love it. Well, you, 
And I'll, I'll tell you, kind of the joke is that we've said that uh, obviously I bet a lot of legislators would have loved to have this bill during the uh, 2005-2006 BCS season when your your boys in Texas beat up on <laughs> the University of Southern California Trojans. So, uh, <laughs> right. That, that's that's the reality, though, is that they, Jonathan. Here's where, though, on on that point specifically with sports, here's where you know that this is all about posturing. Um, they have already been working to try to make carve-outs for NCAA student athletes to be able to travel because they know that if they really believed, if they really implemented what they say they believe, and they started doing, uh, they started actually banning student athletes from participating in national competitions because of these laws, they know that there would be a massive outcry from the public. They know there would be a massive backlash from you know, Joe Q public who, you know, maybe they don't even agree with us on every single one of our issues. Maybe they're not as outspoken, but wait a minute, you're going to tell me that my son or daughter who has a scholarship, who is at the height of their their academic and uh, sports profession, they're not going to be able to go play in a championship because of some dumb law that you idiots in Sacramento passed. Well, I mean, I'm sorry, not that's harsh language, but that's that's the reality of what is going to happen. And they realize that danger, and that's why they're trying to come up with carve outs to save face in the public in the court of public opinion. Oh yeah, I believe it. I believe they are. I mean, I saw I forget it was UCLA that made it to the Sweet 16 in the NCAA basketball tournament, and so they had to travel to Nashville for one of those games. They ended up going right. They, right. And that was one of the states where they were banned, and they found some way to say, oh, well, there was some exception. How convenient. Well, it goes to show that really this is not not really about uh, the other side. This is not about taking a principled moral stand. This is about This is about trying to show certain groups in the Capitol, in Sacramento, no, 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 look, we, we, we stand with you. We're an ally. We agree with you. Um, look, Jonathan, you and I both agree that nobody should ever be mocked or persecuted because of how they identify. Um, obviously, we, I mean, I, I'm a Christian. You know, you're a Christian. We believe that everybody God tells right. us to treat everybody with respect and dignity. But that's type. That's the type of common sense uh, public policy we could get behind. Is you know, if there was if there was legitimate anti-bullying efforts, or if there's legitimate efforts to try to show compassion to people, that's one thing. But these laws are just. This is the lowest common denominator to try to protect the safety and privacy of individuals. And uh, Jonathan, I was I was reading some of the testimony. Our our mutual friend, I know Kelly Triller Haver, was at your hearing yesterday. Just hearing the way that she and some of these women that were speaking out in, in support of this bill, hearing the way they were being treated by the radical transgender activists was really heartbreaking. Yeah, no, it was over the top, you know, and so, you know, we were really excited. We reached out to Kaylee. She came and testified during the regular session. So, you know, Nicole Hudgens from my staff reached out from her during the week, and we were able to make it work so she could come into town. Look, you're talking about a hearing that was close to 12 hours. Wow. So a lot of opportunity for the folks on the other side to say things that weren't true and accurate and make all kinds of wild accusations and an emotional outburst. 
And, you know, and I'm not trying to discredit the passion for some of their folks. There are some of their folks that I see them around the Capitol a lot. You know, they're good people. We disagree on issues. I disagree on maybe, you know, some of the decisions they may have made in their own life, whatever. We, we have political differences. But, I mean, I see them working hard for something they believe in, and they show respect, and they respect the process, and they advocate for their position. But there are a lot of other people that were there that don't operate that way. And, you know, so, so look, let me update people. And if you want to call in 512-452-1120, you can call in. The show is live today. The Texas Senate did pass this piece of legislation. And this is to protect privacy in public schools and government buildings. And it makes it clear if there's a multi-use bathroom, shower, or locker room, that the policy is that you go with the sex based on your birth certificate. That's a very common standard that's used. And, you know, it's, it's about as objective as you can get when it comes to these issues. And that's what you look for when you have state policy. You want to have something that everyone can follow and that's based on some type of principle and not subject to what other people think on their own terms that could change from one day to the next. And so, but John, look, one of the things I want to talk about the life issue, there were a number of life bills that were heard yesterday and a number of them passed that deal with different issues, that deal with funding, not, you know, cutting off state funding for abortion providers. One of the things you've been involved in a lot, the life movement for aid in the defense of David Delighton, who has done some him and, and what's the latest in California on some of the things that he's involved in, you're involved in on the life issue? Well, yeah, I appreciate you. I appreciate all of our brothers across the country that are standing up for the sanctity of human life. And I know you guys have been at the forefront of that on so many bills the last few years. Um, with David Delighton, uh, yeah, he is a good friend. Uh, he's down in the Southern California area. And for those listeners, maybe that don't remember the name, it doesn't ring a bell. He's a young man, really brave citizen journalist who went undercover. He was, he was basically living kind of a secret life. Uh, off of Facebook, off of all social media, really almost impossible to get in touch with for almost 30 months, two and a half years. He basically had created this uh, new organization, the Center for Medical Progress, and he went deep undercover inside the abortion industry, and including there in your state of Texas, Planned Parenthood Gulf Coast, uh, talking to individuals in the abortion industry, and I use that term advisedly. I mean, it is an industry. He, he exposed in a series of videos over the last two years how Planned Parenthood and their allies were harvesting, not only aborting unborn children, but they were then harvesting their organs and selling them to maximize profit. I mean, obviously, this is a huge violation of federal law. It's a violation of multiple state laws in multiple states where it's going on. Uh, but instead of working like Texas did to try to pass legislation that defunds Planned Parenthood and that protects women and children, California has unfortunately gone the complete opposite direction. We had our attorney general, then attorney general last year, Kamala Harris. Uh, she's unfortunately now our U.S. senator. She replaced Barbara Boxer. But last year before she ran for Senate, she introduced legislation or no, rather, she did it unilaterally. She was attorney general, so she, she brought charges against David Delighton and his uh, his uh, co-investigator, Sandra Merritt. They went and raided his house. I, I've, I've been to his apartment. It's it's what you would expect a typical 25-year-old bachelor pad would look like. You know, 20, it's one bedroom 
one bedroom. A t- oh, you know, I mean, they had 11 state agents inside his one-bedroom apartment, ransacking it and looking for any evidence from his time as an undercover reporter. And they confiscated um, hundreds of gigabytes, you know, hundreds of hours of video footage. And then they, on top of that, then they went and tried to charge him uh, with felonies for illegally recording conversations. Um, They have now... Those two cases are still going on, but in the meantime, they've now tried to pump up these contempt of court uh, charges against him. And they're the latest, uh, Jonathan, last week there was a hearing on Monday, and uh, they are trying to fine him $137,000 uh, for being in contempt of court, which it, 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 it goes to show just, again, the difference between values and California values, unfortunately. Well, we're talking with Jonathan Keller. He's the president of the California Family Council. Did I get that right? You got it. Okay. Well, um, I know our organizations are aligned, We also, but we sometimes our, our naming is gone. And he leads the Family Policy Council in California. So the role that I'm in for Texas, he's in for California. If I haven't mentioned this before, so Focus on the Family is our national ally and partner. They have a network of 40 family policy councils in state. So those are state-wide organizations that work specifically in a particular state and focus on the family, works directly with us to help us be successful, and we're a part of the network of those groups. And so I'm the Texas leader for the Texas group. Jonathan Keller's the, the leader for the California group. So we work a lot together and try to draft off of each other and so on where we can. So he's talking about da- our, our friend David Delighton. You know, I'll tell you what, though. David Delighton had some um, some problems here in Texas. Uh, it was short-lived, but they tried to come after him. And thankfully, we had a lot of people that stood up for him, and uh, a lawyer that I worked with came to his defense in Houston and other places, and we got him off the hook. But uh, it wasn't after a, a whole lot of effort. And so what it just shows you, though, is, you know, how well-funded, how organized, and how committed the pro-abortion side is and some of their political friends. And one of them was a Republican district attorney in the Houston area. She's no longer in office, which is, you know, it's unfortunate overall because it allowed a Democrat to get elected. But she certainly wasn't doing what you would have expected a Republican to do. But the the key here is, when you try to expose the truth, particularly in the pro-abortion movement, man, they're going to come at you any way they can, and they can be relentless. And so we need to keep what you're doing and David's doing and folks that are supporting him in California in prayer. But we're trying to do our part. That's true in Texas to get some good legislation passed. We have banned the sale of baby body parts. We've cut off funding every way we can try to find to abortion entities like Planned Parenthood. We're trying to cut off any of these type of researches at universities, because that's what we found out. Our public universities in Texas were getting some of these body parts for research, and it was a total mess. And so um, we're going we're gonna to run out of time in a minute, Jonathan. Give the uh, URL for your organization there in California. Sure. Yeah, our, our website, real simple, it's just californiafamily.org, californiafamily.org. Well, you're doing great work out there. I mean, look, I know it's tough, though. I mean, I know it's California. I know Schwarzenegger's not running things anymore. And, you know, that doesn't mean they were great when he was there, but maybe a little bit better. 
And so, you know, I, I think about you all the time because we got people coming from California to Texas in some way that's good. But at the same time, a lot of time they're trying to import some of those values that are different. And, I, but look, I want you to fight. Don't abandon ship. Keep fighting and doing what you're doing. Um, it, you know, I don't think it's always going to be, I hope it's not always that tough in California, but you're still a part of our great country. And, you know, the values that you stand for are worth fighting for. And I know there are a lot of people in California that feel the same way. Oh, absolutely. And, yeah, you know, I, I will say it is tough when sometimes we lose some of our best supporters and best activists. They uh, they see the greener pastures that your your former great governor, Rick Perry, and now Governor Abbott uh, have created. And it's it's pretty tempting, <laughs> you know, to, to uh, move west, uh, move east. But I agree with you. The, the good news, Jonathan, that, that I think we know is that in the end, we know that ultimately truth prevails. And we believe that, you know, you and I are are working on the side of truth and reality. And uh, I, the, the one thing I would say, the verse that's brought me a lot of encouragement lately is in, in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 18, Jesus tells his followers about the case of the persistent widow. And you know what? He, he says that she had, she had a judge who was an unjust judge, who it says did not fear God or man. But the judge says, look, just because this person is so persistent, this widow is so persistent, she's relentless, even though I don't fear God, even though I don't fear, fear man, I'm going to do the right thing. And that's the thing I think sometimes we have to remember in our movement, is that even if, even if that's happening, we just need to persevere. Well, speaking of perseverance, I know there are some things that are um, some, some really encouraging things going on in your family life that are is the answer to prayers and we're excited about that and i look forward to seeing you next week if i can get out of texas we've got some big votes next week i'm going to talk about uh but i look forward to seeing you and your lovely wife i look forward to it yeah unfortunately my wife what jonathan's talking about uh she is 35 weeks pregnant so she will she will not be joining us in person uh <laughs> i wish she could be there but uh she's uh, the doctor's smart traveling that late is a little sketchy so <laughs> Well, that's exciting. I'll look forward to seeing you, Jonathan Keller, the head of the California Family Council, has been our guest today. Appreciate you, brother. See you soon. All right. God bless you, sir. Keep up the great work. All right. That is my other Jonathan. I have a few other friends named Jonathan, and uh, hey, he, he honors the name well. Look, we're going to run out of time here, so I want to mention what we know is likely to happen next week is the Texas Senate is going to take up a number of important bills. We think either Monday or Tuesday, the full Senate is going to vote on the Texas Privacy Act. They're going to vote on some pro-life legislation. We need you to come to the Capitol on Monday and Tuesday. Go to our website, txvalues.org, to see how you can get connected. Check out our landing page, txvalues.org, forward slash protect privacy, and find out how you can help on issues of faith, family, and freedom in Texas.